0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. We've now reached cruising altitude, and I've turned off the seatbelt signs. Now prepare to get lifted with your hosts, Cushman Bondlegs and Matt GZ. to Cruising Altitude. This is your captain speaking, Cushman Bonglegs, and I'm here with my co-pilot, Matt GZ. How are you doing on this fine evening, Matt? I am doing as good as you could possibly get, my friend, That's especially right. cruising on this first flight. That's right. I like the altitude. It's uh, partially cloudy with a chance
1: of terps. It's going to get cloudier, my friend. I think so. We're cruising into the storm. Well, especially with, uh, what's our subject today? Well, especially with uh, the third man in the room, uh, Mr. DJ Keith over here. Oh
0: my gosh, he is so professional. He's almost a fly on the wall, but he's definitely the flyest on the wall. We're talking about DJ Keith. And uh, Keith's helping us uh, do the sound portion of this, you know, the the fun stuff. He's also here to smoke some weed, you know. So if you ever hear a phantom clamoring in the background, it's probably our hardworking production assistant, Captain Keith. So thank you for all you do, Keith. We uh, we really appreciate you. We'll build a school and name it after you one day. But Sweet. First, we're gonna smoke some joints <laughs> in your honor. I think I've already smoked some <laughs> joints if so I'm naming schools after someone. Yeah, for sure. What are we smoking joints of? What are we talking about?
1: Well, folks, uh, if if our very brief intro here hasn't already given you given away, you know we are primarily big, huge cannabis enthusiasts that Flower just love child. every part about it and you're gonna hear us talk about it quite a bit i bet right. and today we're gonna to start off by just you know <laughs> talking about what a strain is and really why it is that we love so many different versions and varieties of cannabis that's out there so i brought two for you my friend Ooh. uh two that are uh, quite
0: different yet similar i would say it sounds like it's like a riddle Oh, it sounds oh, oh. like I have to like answer this the right way, or I don't get to cross your bridge. <laughs> well, you you definitely going to have to figure it out. Yeah, similar but different. I love it. The only way to
1: figure it out is to smoke it. Uh, uh, so this first I, one I'm gonna pass over to you. This is some glazed apricot gelato, grown in an <laughs> organic deep water culture setting. I mean, it's it's like uh, the dichotomy of a strain. If that makes sense at all, I just made that I up. Yeah. Uh, you got a little, you got a little sweet and fruity. Mixed with uh, just like an undertone of of gas, pungent, rubber, stinkiness.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like I get that stuff and it's fun. It's a beautiful combination. It's almost like I've trained myself to bypass that to some degree because it's like so much stuff is gassy in the market these days. You know, so until you said I almost forgot that it was gassy because I immediately like go to the bottom. I'm like, where's the fruit? Where's the hash? Where's the earth? Where's the syrup? Right. And it checks all those boxes. And it's kind of like a. I feel like it's like a skateboard ramp. Of aroma. Here, I'll let you go oh. back in. Oh yeah, no, like, no, uh, no, like you sure. go in and then you sink in and then you pop back up and like the apricot kind of saves you. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like a little bit of pop. Yeah, let, let DJ DJ Keith get a D sniffer in there. J oh, yeah, yeah. It lo- yeah. looks like he enjoys it as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, it
1: really is. You know, I think, I think like to say, you know, like you have to have some of the dark to appreciate the light, or you have to have some sour to appreciate the sweet. You know, I think the same thing goes with that, you know, like that, that gassy, you know, undertone kind of sets off the, the fruit on it.
0: <laughs> Five minutes <laughs> really and you already like learned it. a life lesson. Really like it.
1: So, I mean, you know, as we're talking about, you know, a lot that uh, makes a strain different and unique is you know that that terpene that flavor and that taste profile of it and that's one of the really cool parts about it you know there's so many different kinds there's kinds that are just sweet there's kinds that are just gassy there's kinds that are just you know a number of different very unique flavor profiles and then you have some like this that are just a weird combination of all those things like you just walked up to the soda machine and made a suicide and put all the different flavors in there hey, that's the move
0: if that's suicide then <laughs> lock me up man i'm a danger <laughs> that's, that's at least what we just called back in the day Dude, we that was nuts. my jam bro. <laughs> i'll still mix the sprite with the pink lemonade i'll make that into a rap song sell it to young Dolph. But uh, I actually had a funny idea. Not, uh, not this isn't completely a tangent. But every time I hold this blowtorch, like it always feels like a weapon. So I'm just wondering, like, how long before heady cannabis culture is progressed far enough to where that's the common accept, like, acceptable? Like, you can have a music video and just like everyone's on their cars holding blowtorches instead of guns. How do you feel about that? Uh,
1: <laughs> well, I mean, if you get some of those Elon Musk Tesla torches, it's my gang. My it would gang be like a
0: gun too. A gang up for the turps. But anyway, that's just a thought I have sometimes, because this just looks like a problem. Oh, no, for sure. It looks like a <laughs> uh, like an old Russian <laughs> yeah. sidearm or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's almost like the weapon they would use in like a sci-fi movie from the 60s. Like, stop right there, alien! You know? For sure, yeah, it's going to shoot a ray beam. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, man, cool. That, that's a, I, I think, I, yeah. I, what? Uh, you got to talk into the mic, my friend. Yeah, you know, we're smoking weed, man. And uh, that's what happens. Uh, but yeah, cool. And then I see, I can't help, but my, my eyes, nose another bag there. Do you want to do these one at a time? Is that how we're going to do this? You know,
1: I'm going to, I'm going to make you smoke this first one because, uh, I can really want to smoke, smoke some places because that's <laughs> just I try right now. and
0: make me. That's but right. then it's going
1: to be quickly followed up by, by the oh, Sure, sure, sure. So, so this actually was really interesting, you know? So, you know, one of the things, you know, uh, that, you know, makes a strain, a strain is its genetic profile that was given by its parents. So you know, like like two dogs, you, know, you take, a, you take a, a black dog and a white dog, and you mix them together, you're gonna have some black, some white, some spotted, some are gonna be big, some are gonna be small. So when you take two canvas strains, it's very similar. You get some that are, you show all, both representations of those parents. So that strain right there came from a room where some plants uh, experienced some stress and they hermaphrodited, and then they ended up seeding or pollinating some plants close to it. And hence, it's kind of a mystery so I know that, that the mother was um, a Gorilla Glue.
0: Really? I actually wouldn't have guessed that.
1: Yes, yeah, and it, when you squeeze it, it's, you can smell some of, that, right. some of that rubber I'm, I'm in there. That's I'm not beating it up. And then, and then in, the, in the bud structure, in the format, you can see it, kind of like you would be able to see you know the bone structure of, of those parents, you know? Or, or, the, or the, the, you know, the mother's eyes, so to speak. But it. the father, in this instance, we have no idea. <laughs> It's got my Your guess is good is mine.
0: Give my mom her eyes back. Cool, man. It smells pretty good, but I like the glazed apricot. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. It's, what it's, did it's you list... say? What this is
1: called? Uh, I, you know, I, I have not created a name for it. All right, Lotus flower bomb. Do you want? Do you, I, I was gonna open it up to the audience, but yeah, yeah, yeah go audience. The well, they can't
0: smell it, so they're just gonna call it like crazy things, like cotton eye Joe. You like never? that's really uh, made that much of a difference in the past no <laughs> the it certainly has it and that's kind of what we want to talk about like you know really what is a strain right because to some people uh you know a strain is just kind of that i don't know that amalgam of nonsense uh you know like a uh, lightsaber wookie biden kush like yeah exactly cat piss it's like no cats peed in your weed dude washington wouldn't allow for that so kind of like but then the the thing is, it's also not nonsense, too. And it's very much a spoken history, like, a, a, like kind of like a passed down tradition of information. You know, it's like now it's nice that you can have books like Jorge Cervantes and all those people. They have those like big strain books and things like that. But even that is largely based on conjecture. So it's kind of just like you have to it's 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 frustrating because it's impossible to define the hard lines. But if you if you don't try at all, like we're already lost, like it seems like. Exponential amounts of new strains come out every year, and it's like, okay, well, we had the Girl Scout cookies, but now there's 87 Girl Scout cookies, and I just feel like every new strain is doomed to spiderweb until we're just lost in names. So you have to try. So it's like, is our strains real? What are they based in? What are they rooted in? You know, like what yeah. is a strain to you, and what does a strain like actually mean in terms of, I guess. Loose science. I always say cannabis is like eighty percent science and twenty percent magic. So there's a little bit that drifts into the magic area, right there. That's how I feel. Yeah, yeah.
1: And and you know, magic. You know, a lot of times is just you know what what you don't know or what you don't understand. Exactly. And and that and that you know, as you as you mentioned, you know, is a big part about it because there's no standard convention, right? Like in in certain things, when you combine two species, you know, there is a clear documented. Everybody regards it as that, and that's the clear title of it. Right. You know, in in cannabis, sometimes you can follow that. Like you said, sometimes there's some indication of the lineage based upon the name. You know, like you said, Girl Mm -hmm. Scout cookies combined with something is Girl Scout X whatever. Kush or Blue Dream or blah, 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 blah. And it's very clear in the title. Other times, people mix two things and then they create a, a word or a name that has nothing to do with it's it like, whatsoever. It's like Uncle it Sherman's Nasty the, Finger. Yeah, it, it happened on <laughs> on Wednesday at four o'clock, so we're gonna call it uh, Wednesday at four o'clock. I mean, it could be a <laughs> as simple. <that>. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> call corporate. Run it. <laughs> and and I gotta say, man, there's 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 some names out there that are equally as, as uninspired. Over oh, sure. But there's some that are that are amazing. You know, that really represent. You know, like like this glazed apricot gelato. You know, it gives a little bit of an indication of its lineage. It has gelato as as one of the precursors uh however you know the glazed apricot aspect of it is more uh attuned to the the smell profile the turkey profile rather than anything else so it's kind of a hybrid of that naming convention word yeah it's tough you know and that's one thing you know for for people to really understand is you know until you go out there and, and experience it Uh, A lot of this stuff is just words on a piece of paper or names on a jar. You have to really get into it, open it up, smell it, try it, taste it, experience it for yourself. And ultimately, then the name shouldn't matter. And and it it should be that strain, and even between brands, because even between brands, the same name strain may be totally different because they grew it totally different, or they have a different phenotype of it,
0: or it may not even be the same thing, right? Because there's no validation these days. You could almost say each strain is less of a singular individual and more of a family, or like a frame of reference of expectation for you know a seed, like because you're you're gonna hit like if it was like a big like. I don't know, like a circle graph or a pie chart or something, you know, you land somewhere in the spectrum, you know, you really have limited control over where you pop up. So I don't know. I think you can expect all blue dreams or whatever. I hate to say blue dream. First thing to come to my head. I love blue dream. It's my secret confession. Um, no, but blue dream, like, you know, it can hit, I've had so many, uh, and that's the frustrating thing is like you can miss a bunch of times on a strain and then have it finally come around and show you what it's made of. And you'd be like, how could I be so wrong for so long? You yeah, know, it's yeah, like, uh, I'm trying to think of an example, but there were some certain strains that I just did not care for. You know, it just didn't. Like, like blueberry in general. There's like the DJ short blueberry cut. It never has done that much for me. It's like, okay, it smells nice. But then when you smoke it, it like depending on who produces it, it loses a lot of that syrupy, funky, gooey stuff. But then it's like, had that lemon hokos blueberry man and that put me right back on the map and i'm like let's get the blueberry but then it's like am i was i wrong or correct for spending two years straying from blueberry strains based on you know those experiences because you know you could have bad phenotypes forever technically yeah, no, absolutely. No, you could you could be smoking the
1: same one over and over again and not even know it, yeah. and then you you know stumble upon one that's a different representation of it, or was you know grown in a different way because you know plants have like like humans are all or all organisms they're affected by the genetics, so what you're born with your 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 DNA, but also how you're affected by the environment or epigenetics, and hence epigenetics. how you grow something could and most likely does influence its final product. So even if we take two cuts, you and I, right, we get the same mother plant, we take two little branches off it, we have two clones that are exact replicas of that mother plant. You go down to Arizona and you plant it outside and I go downtown to Seattle and I plant it indoors in a, in a totally different style medium and a totally different style grow. What you get at the end of the day is gonna look and smell and taste different than what I grow. Just because of that epigenetic difference and how we applied the environment to that plant.
0: Every <laughs> second, I thought we, I forgot we were in a hypothetical, and I'm like, man, why do I have to go to Arizona? You go to Arizona, <laughs> <laughs> so far. You just have to go uptown. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, these dabs are good, yes. <laughs> but I can't wait to smoke this weed.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm just stacking this competition. <laughs> For sure. I yeah. mean, that was cool.
0: I'm, uh, right on man i'm almost done here. i'm
1: uh I, you know i've been preaching and, and grinding uh, i'm up this not week hating at all
0: time. i'm just saying preach man that was good stuff i got us
1: uh we're about we're about no it's cool 56 seconds away from, from this joint start being start um, the timers
0: we are we're packing it someone as... call nasa <laughs> i already got my crush rolled out <laughs> of this cool. Uh, this cool magic card <laughs> well, i don't know what you're talking about allegedly <laughs> allegedly a magic card i'm not being outed as a terrible nerd but anyway, um, but I I
1: think it's one of the coolest crutches you can you can make. Oh, yeah, honestly,
0: what's really cool about it is I like to roll in reverse with the text. And sometimes there's like little fortune cookie messages on the flip <laughs> of your joy. And it's like, you know, it's like, damn, it says island. And I'm like, wow, maybe I am an island. You know, like, what if there was fortune cookie joints that gave you something to think about for each joint you smoked? Is there something there? I, I, hey, man, I think you're giving am somebody a, a, million dollar, a million dollar idea. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a five year old, like, I'm a genius. Yes. <laughs> yeah man Jimmy Neutron I missed that someone needs to bring that back who do we have to pay Ooh, that's me big bucks Nickelodeon there's no way there's definitely some guy in like Georgia drinking mint juleps that's like I own Jimmy Neutron and <laughs> this sweltering sun <laughs> is ruining my velveteen blazer just sitting back on it re- relaxing it's his retirement that's right i can't wait till i'm old and i can just like do declare things like i'm totally gonna lean into the pimp aesthetic and i hope it's just like left in the past even more like i hope it's not like fanny packs like pimping becomes cool again in 30 years i want people to look at me and be like what is trained. that guy doing yeah like i'm gonna make everything in my house purple like i don't know maybe even only eat and drink purple food you know, it's gonna be oh, tough. Yeah.
1: Hey, just go straight up on, yeah. a, on a. It's gonna be like block.
0: my house. Be like living in a cup of lean, uh, <laughs> and I'm gonna ask everyone if they know what I'm saying all the time. <laughs> be like, yeah, I'm here to here to see my pick up this baby. You know, what I'm saying, yeah, we called you. Your <laughs> wife's giving birth. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, I'm trying to see my wife. You know what I'm saying, anyway. I right. can see it. I can see it, my friend. It's, it's going to suit you well. later Oh uh, dude, in life. I'm already so mad. I'm just going to become an insane person. Do you especially still got the same hairstyle? Oh, that's right. I'm going to keep, keep it growing way. it. I want to be like a Maori warrior. I got there's that see, terrible you lighter. Little, that
1: we got to uh, I can t- tap this down. I, guess I use my uh, I use here. this
0: highlighter. I have like a really killer highlighter. Um, but it's doing a really good job of not being found. Sure. So, uh yeah, sharky, Folks, we are you we we're we going sense. into uh I like the flat bottom.
1: Total search mode, trying yeah, to find just, something yeah, to finish yeah. up this joint here.
0: Yeah, DJ Keith knows best. And now
1: we, uh, and now we are complete. Yeah. So now we have oh, a fully formed yeah. glazed apricot joint here. And the first thing I want you to do is just take a nice dry pull off of this. And really take experience a dry it. pull. And, and, and this is something, you know, everybody out there I'm gonna recommend you do as well. When you when you first experience it, take just a little dry pull off your joint, you know? Don't light it. Just put it up your mouth, take take a couple little little puffs and taste them terps. Taste it natural I uncombusted turps. I tasted
0: this and the first thing that happened was that song Magic Carpet Ride was playing in my hand like da, 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 Magic Carpet Ride. Yeah, that's nice. I'm gonna give I'll give you the honors. <laughs> Light <laughs> that's it up. Cool. That's good stuff, man. I like that. And then yeah, my friend Jay from the Uptown Girl Lab put me on to the dry poles. And it's such an interesting thing. But when I typically review eat, I do bowls. So like for this I love smoking doobies. Like that's my thing. That's my bread and butter. But uh like it, so I don't actually get the opportunity to dry pull because dry pulling in a bowl, not the same. Especially, especially
1: like, if it's a dirty bowl and you got some some yeah. resin in there, it's gonna it's gonna definitely change thing. Probably
0: dirtier than I'd like to
1: admit. Hey, that's that's your retirement plan right there as well. <laughs> my bowl.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, man. That's. It's money oh, in the I bank. see. That's like my first bowl that <laughs> I did. I'm just like famous or something. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, the the the, Take dry, that, the the dry pull through the
1: joint can't be beat because you're pulling air through you know a gram of you know, ground up product that is just releasing all those terps. So you really, I mean, you you, you taste okay. it. I mean, it's quite it's quite a visceral experience for sure. No, it's uh, great. I mean, it's, I, I think it's one of the one of the one of the small pleasures of smoking a joint that puts it above some of the other consumable methods. All
0: right, heated debate that has torn thousands of people apart has made crazy stuff happen. Joints or blunts? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, first show you're going to jump right into it. Uh, you know I'm
1: gonna go out there and say uh, like my boy Wiz Khalifa I, I got healthy and stopped smoking them blunts and just start smoking smoking the J's uh, but I, I do like a blunt from every now and then but I like to appreciate it you know uh, and not have it be something on the regular plus my lungs oh. just can't handle it I, I, so you guys I'm getting old and it's just it's huffing <laughs> and puffing I, I need I need all lung capacity I can get these days it
0: is relative. they say somebody's going they say the person that's gonna live to 120 has already been born
1: yeah, but that person's probably not
0: smoking it's probably eight you. a day. I think it's you. I, don't think so. I think it's you you're, oh, gonna, no, you're gonna be like in some halfway cyborg chair like professor xavier and you're just gonna be like shooting laser beams and just like hovering if they <laughs> growing sort of, weed of course sort of like
1: like cyborg bionic uh way of doing it then Hell yes maybe. yeah but dude i got some miles on, you know on this much, chassis
0: you know how much the dc universe supports this theory yeah.
1: <laughs> actually i was i was listening to someone with uh, elon musk the other day and you know he's creating this thing called Neuralink which is these electrodes that they put in your head that then can control electrical impulses and brain signals and like essentially make you smarter, be able to eventually like input
0: information like the matrix right into your brain, wild stuff. Yeah, you know stuff. funny, like <laughs> if it wasn't Elon Musk saying that, then it would you'd sound like a conspiracy theorist, but like he's just become this like hand of like <laughs> shaping. Like he just this dude is gonna define half of our future. It's really stupid, but it's cool. At the same oh, it's nuts! No, to hear him being like excited about something like that, you're like, no, he's he's not he's
1: not bullshit. And, you know, there's there's definitely. Something I'm more impressed this. by the
0: fact that you've heard him be excited about anything. I kind of just feel he's like, yeah, so it. Like go to Mars, what? Yeah, get that. <laughs> All right, no, invest in cars, PayPal. All right you know like that's like for me that's his energy level like i like it's it's like he's still waiting like if anyone is an alien it's a hundred percent him oh oh uh, yes a hundred it would be so funny that no one makes that connection especially like with how fascinating everyone's like oh dude you see ancient aliens you know it's like what if everyone's just watching documentaries about aliens and like elon's just like yep building a tower of space that's where my friends are yeah <laughs> like, yeah, no, you no, like, just got stranded here it's all it's all like, it's like, like, a, like a spaceship for him to get home self-driving spaceship take me here wrong circle in space mm. Alright, fix it. <laughs>
1: like, he's not worried about it. We just can see him actually on one of those launch platforms one yeah, day and like, to the ship. I
0: respect the man, but have you heard uh his son? His son's name? It's pretty badass.
1: Uh I did, but I forgot something it's like like numbers and Yeah, it's and, like
0: Archangel twelve X or something like that. Yeah, like he
1: sounds yeah. like he's a, a
0: robot that shoots missiles, but
1: Yeah, so yeah, I heard I heard he so he named him after the yeah, the Archangel Plane, which is the predecessor of the stealth bomber.
0: Oh. That's cool. Yeah. Or just being named after being like that's a cool aspiration. I looked it
1: up. It's a badass looking plane too. It's a straight oh, up like Marvel comic X Men fighter jet plane.
0: You know, I had a discussion the other day with someone, and we I could not pinpoint when they took Wonder Woman's invisible plane away. I couldn't. I couldn't figure it out. It just it was gone. And I guess it was when they made a bunch of like civil rights kind of changes to her character. Like they just did away with a plane. But I'm like. What does the plane have to do? If anything, anything, the concept of an invisible plane but a fully visible woman is just brilliantly insane. But uh, <laughs> I just thought, anyway, so they did away with the plane and like, just watching the new modifications where she's like, you know, kind of like more Athena warrior goddess type deal, you know. Uh, I. It's yeah, <laughs> just I, I like, I'm just like, where'd a where plane come from? Where'd a plane at? Cause like the last one was like world war II, and I'm like, where'd a plane at? Like you could have a plane. Like I get it. Your sisters are all on horses and all that. And that's cool. But you come to the world, you got a plane now. It's invisible. It's dope. But anyway, I yeah, don't know.
1: I'd be feeling pretty gypped if I was the modern Wonder Woman.
0: I don't know. Maybe it's a thing that I just don't understand. Maybe she's just like a helicopter lady and she just thought it was like really inappropriate but they're just like, Oh, you just bought me a plane like that's that's I, the thing. I, I
1: don't know. I mean it's 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 not very fuel efficient, you know? Maybe <laughs> yeah. it, 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 it's yeah. the sustainability that's involved in this.
0: And that was the thing too. All right, I don't even know how I got in here, but this is where I'm at. It's like do not do the superheroes not ask for money. Because some of them live in a lair. So, do they pay for the power bills of the lair? Because, like, everyone still goes to their jobs. <laughs> like, that's I think. Like, at a certain point, like, everyone kind of knows who you are. You've been saving the world for like five years. And it's like, you know, in the wake of destruction, you're still just like, ah, gotta submit that article. <laughs> you yeah, know, like, right? I gotta put like, on these glasses. Who's and, doing and Punch this? the clock.
1: I, I don't know. Because when I think about getting superpowers, the first thing I think about is Robin Banks. Uh. <laughs> if, 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 it, if it's ultimate strength, I'm like, oh, I'm just running in there, running right through the. Through, I was through, literally through just the, gonna say, the vault chill. If it's, if, if it's invisible, <laughs> <laughs> I'm figuring out how to hide in that bank and then you know, come out at
0: night. Yeah, so I, I I agree. I agree.
1: Maybe they're half good at bed.
0: <laughs> no, that's cool because I'd get there eventually. But like first, I would just like find a way to elevate my chill. <laughs> like, like, do I levitate? All right, first thing I'm gonna do, I'm gonna go smoke a blunt while I levitate. You know, and kind of just take it from there and see where we get. But I don't know. I'd uh, be elevating my chill but I on the like beach it. somewhere first. You might get in a hard place because like, all right, think about this. Like, you know, Nightcrawler from X Men. How He yeah. could teleport, but that always freaked me out, dude. He's like, What if you done it? And you're just like, Oops, I'm in a wall. It's like, Okay, so there's cement like between your heart and your ribs now and stuff. Like, what are you gonna do? Just think about something else and you're fine. I, I think there's a lot of bad Nightcrawler situations, but that's why there's only one of them left. Yeah, and just to take it on another wild tangent, freaking uh, <laughs> the movie on Netflix, it, Nightcrawler, is not about Nightcrawler, the X-Men. <laughs> I, can, I, I cannot i cannot stress this enough the whole time i walked through that and i'm like when which one i watched that whole movie like which one of these guys is kurt wagner and when is he gonna start teleporting you, you, it's, you think it's like creepy a creepy guy with the camera you think like, it's like a dark night prequel
1: expect the story anyway. to unfold at some point
0: but, but anyway back to anything relevant um so strains, something interesting that I had really dialed in in my head is just, you know, so cannabis, cannabinoid, cannabinoid. Excuse me, we're not going to promote the uh, promote the improper pronunciation. Cannabinoid is is uh, right. So with all the cannabinoid numbers and stuff it's not really mattering and stuff like that like uh you gotta think about terpenes man terpenes are the truth and it also ties into our strain thing i'm not trying to get into the whole differences of the carcinogenic benefits of like limonene and stuff like that but like just generally speaking, that each strain uh, can be broken down to an identity, right? It's just a ratio of terpenes of the, you know, what would what you say, 50, 50 prominent, and then like, I don't know, like 150 sub-thousandths of percentages and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, and, there, and there's so many terpenes out there, right? And there's, mm-hmm.
1: I mean, there's a possibility for even new ones to, to become become introduced, you know, course, into different, like different strains. Of course, like elements. Exactly. And, 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 you know, when you're, when you're out there and you're smelling just, you know, that rose you know on, on your walk or you know a vague a uh, fragrant piece of fruit you know those are terpenes too you know all, all it is the all same terpenes and fruits have that and they, exactly that's where i was going with it you know a lot of them are the same like limamine or lemamine that's in that orange or that lime and in roses yeah, but, like
0: you said it's geranium yeah i exactly. love that one because that's one of my favorites exactly like i would smell that one all the time so just like how, you know, some
1: roses are very fragrant and they smell super strong and other ones don't smell like anything, cannabis strains are very similar. Some are full of terps. And like we were talking about earlier in the show, uh, some have crazy different ones and others are very devoid of it. And that, that's a big, a big way that, you know, somebody like you and uh, myself think about <laughs> the quality when it comes to it. <laughs> like if it doesn't have those terps it's not it's not for me yeah. no for
0: sure and that's what the experience is because once you have a tolerance too, like two more percent in thc printed on a packaging does nothing for me um yeah no sc- screw those and then the most important thing me. that i like to convey is that this is like when people i go to a dispensary i only go to the ones i trust but when i go to one i don't trust you know they're like what do you want indica sativa and i say terps so there's a C. You people need to start asking for terps. Challenge your bud tenders. Make them express to you what it does. Because here's the thing. Indica and sativa, those are generalizations based on the effects of the terpenes that are in the varying ratios of your strains. So if you like the, the lemon haze, you know, for an example, you've got high limonene. You've got terpeniol. Uh, you know, you've got pinene. Those are all very um, invigorating, bright, uh, enthusiastic scents. And that's what gives you that uplift. And, and here's why terpenes are so important. Uh, just to glaze over this, uh, because your brain has a limited number of cannabinoid receptors. And what happens is the terpenes allow additional uh, receptor sites to be modified to interact with additional uh, THC uh, molecules. So it's like, it gives more different sites, but the way, the way that a, mo- a limiting molecule or a myrcene molecule, you know, I'm sure you've heard eat a mango before you smoke you know to prime your brain with myrcene which is you know relaxing or whatever but it's just it'll change how it interacts too so you have the base level of thc that's why you don't get very high if you just smoke straight distillate without terpenes and stuff like that it's directionless it has nowhere to go and it's like that the terpenes and the varying ratios are what make you really love that strain at least i feel it corresponds with flavor and effect they're both tied so Yeah, I, uh, I couldn't agree more. That's all I just wanted to express real yeah. quick, because we could talk about this forever, and I'm just like very careful, like especially with my crazy brain, not to be like. Hey! We're talking about this,
1: you know. going to We have to make people stay tuned for future episodes. We want to get really into the integrated terms. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you, you and I, we I were just we trying go to touch on. on but, but I think one thing yeah. that you really did touch on, you know, that I would like to elaborate on just for a second, is really, you know, how the indica sativa myth is really uh, a, a falsity. You know, there is some generalizations that you can make, and you know, for somebody like myself who's a grower, we talk about indica and sativa and how the plant grows and how indica dominant plants are more short. short and compact and have a shorter more broad leaf and sativas which come from a much more um, hot humid environment like vietnam and, the, and the, the pacific asian islands you know those plants need to be taller and have larger nodal spacing so that there could be more breeze and more flow is
0: the cool word where use epigenetics is e- that an e- example of the yeah, epigenetics yeah, it, it's yeah.
1: epigenetics through evolution over you know millennia that then cause these plants to evolve to the conditions in which they were predominantly grown. So those indica plants, which were in a dry, arid environment, they're very short, so they're compact, so they don't lose much moisture. Whereas the other ones do the opposite. They act as a big fan to get as much moisture off of them and through them and airflow as possible. But when you go to actually smoke those things, there are some that grow big, tall, and internal spacing that we would call sativa that'll put you on the couch like sure. what people expect Looks an indica to, to do. Yeah. And there's some that look, you know, indica and what I as a grower would call it an indica, but from an effect standpoint, do the exact opposite. So right. a lot of it comes down to two things. A, that just because they're an indica or sativa doesn't necessarily always mean they're gonna perform that way. And B, it comes down to your individual biology. So how that how those strains interact with your receptor sites, like you were mentioning, is a big difference. Because you have different number of receptors than I do, than DJ Keith. DJ Keith. <laughs> I was like, who's
0: DJ Keith? <laughs> uh, oh, man, your receptors are getting really affected right now. I got, I've got. i been working them for a while. It's my strongest muscle. <laughs> so, you know, they affect us all differently. As like, when folks, Keith become a see, DJ? Uh, <laughs> All right, word. No, that's all very good stuff. yeah At what
1: point do we give DJ Keith the mic? DJ Keith.
0: Um, <laughs> I have to call corporate about a budget. <laughs> I don't know, we'll figure whatever. it out. We have so much stuff, dude. I spent so much money on something so stupid the other night. Like, I just... Well, in addition to, to getting DJ
1: Keith on the air, we're also going to have some guests join us in oh, yeah, future we are episodes, have right?
0: guests yeah. Yeah, who do we uh who, who do you have in mind? Because like I I fish my people out, but I'm very interested in like. Well, I I think I think one of the obvious
1: is uh my my business partner in House Cultivar, Mr. Jason Hodo. Of course, uh <laughs> he can def definitely come on, and I think he'd be perfect for our for our story segment as well.
0: Oh yeah, uh, I've, I've, story time.
1: I, I've I've had the pleasure of
0: experiencing quite a few of of he's he's got some some. That good ones. man has stories. Yeah. We would have to, it's more about us stopping the story, <laughs> isn't it? You'd be like, yeah, you know. and that's a big thing about podcasting. Say allegedly before everything, and you're fine. <laughs> so, allegedly. Some guys. Allegedly, I was still in this car. What's up, made you off with allegedly next time? Yeah, allegedly. No, but they do that when they're talking about stories, and I like it. If anything, it makes it funnier. Allegedly. <laughs> it's Like, wow, you really didn't do this, huh?
1: Man, and then like Jason, you know, I think there's a lot of uh, great pioneers just in our backyard here um, who could come on and lend an awesome perspective. Oh, yeah, I he think, knows like, so uh, much. Like, 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 uh, yeah, I think, like, uh, you know, Ryan from Extracted would be an amazing guy to come on and sure maybe tell people be. about, you know, some some extracts and, you know, how, you know, that whole game has changed so rapidly in the last, you know, five, six years. Uh, you know, I think that, you know, uh, bringing on some folks um, to talk about, you know, how it affects not just us, but, you know, the environment and the people around us and, you know, future generations, um, like my buddy Derek Smith of the Resource Innovation Institute. You know, I, I think, um, you know, hearing about how you know people can do it better, people can do it more efficiently, and more effectively is probably going to be a pretty interesting topic at some point. And then, um, you know, I, there's a a wide, a wide pool of talent. I think the thing, the hard part's going to be deciding. I think it's going to be great is
0: having like the peppering of industry people and with just like people who have interesting things to talk about, you know? Like I think uh, as long as we're just kind of, you know, we have a vibe, we maintain the vibe, we can have all sorts of guests, you know? And I just like, I want to hear how people are changed by cannabis because I know it's shaped me and it's such an abstract thing. You know, I love to hear people grasp it, like quantifying the experience. You know, for sure for like sure absolutely yeah i think that's exciting I yeah think. and that's why i really want to have a segment called story time and invite people to share a crazy or fun story you know i think that's good because i know i just bore everyone in my presence with my stories and my ramblings you know i'm just like oh you know back then the wagons had different wheels <laughs> and that's that's not my crazy stories but i feel like my grandfather sometimes but yeah man i'll be great Mm.
1: Oh, i can't wait for that story man oh the, I, the wagon wheel
0: one are you mad that i stopped <laughs> i was how are the wagons tell me now <laughs> uh but no, i just i used to, i'm like way more chilled out now but i used to make a lot of i won't say bad i'll say fun but poorly directed decisions so i have many stories then and i have no shame so i will by without a doubt share all of them with you by some standard of time but I allegedly have a few of those as well. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's all good. Like, obviously we're not going to leave, walk people into the darkest closets of our lives, but, uh, you know, we got some fun stuff from the chaos of youth, but, uh, yeah. And I think it would be just kind of a fun way for people that come on the show, to loosen up and it on a fun note, you know,
1: yeah absolutely you know i think it'd be fun to to bring on you know uh, some people too to maybe talk about how you know people can apply some of some of the skills that we talk about on the show oh you know, for sure i think a big thing a big thing in my life is you know canvas really gave me economic freedom you know from uh, for a long time you know i've been professionally in this you know as a career and there's ways that you know i think that it could uh aid a lot of people you know this is a really growing industry there's lots of jobs there's lots of things niches that are just now forming and you know there's lots of opportunities out there as well as you know it's a fun thing to do uh if you're in a state in an area where you can you can home grow um you can experience some of the amazing attributes of strains that we talk
0: about for yourself yeah i think that's great um yeah i think i think uh I think we're gonna have a lot of fun. And I, I just wanna can't stress enough that I don't I don't care what this show looks like. I just think it's great that we're hanging out or getting a talk, you know. If anything this forces us to hang out a little more frequently, which is not something I argue with. And then we've got DJ Keith, uh, but he's telling me his name is now DJ Jumbo Jet.
1: DJ Jumbo Jet
0: for the dime being. Uh it's really excited to be a part of this too. And He's gonna be the best thing sound engineer I have ever seen. Damn it! I'm already writing your pappy a letter of how proud I am. I'll say you done raised a fine boy right there. It's gonna make me cry. But anyway, seriously, you jump in. I
1: mean, right, right off the bat. I mean, we just rolled right into this. So. No, it's cool. I'm pretty impressed, man. I just showed up. There's all these, there's all these cables. There's yeah, microphones. Yeah, we had a little man, bit of a so loose outline,
0: you know. It's all good, bro.
1: Yeah, I just sat down in this chair. And- had to talk i mean you guys have made this uh quite quite easy
0: i must well, say that's kind of the goal right if people are saving me the trouble of uh driving what are you looking for over there um i'm looking for a
1: filter some filters that already gotcha because yeah you can't
0: yeah. what yeah any final words on that joint what joint? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Oh, yeah. good How do you talk about that joint? DJ Jumbo Jet. DJ you know Jumbo, like that, right? Jumbo That's the Jet. That's DJ. DJ Train because it's on track. <laughs> DJ Train's actually kind of hard. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> DJ Train. Choo, choo, choo. DJ Train. Uh, but no, it was good. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm somewhat familiar with that strain. So, or at least some productions of it. So, if I could force myself to remember what it was like the first time you know like that was a great one like it was right on the mark like and that's the thing right like I love that profile so it was almost just like taking a shower it's like oh nice warm water you know uh it was really good though um I think the fruity elements were there it definitely sizzled a little bit like I think the gas definitely blended in to support the zest uh so it wasn't like Hey, here's this and this. It's like something's feeding the other element, and I think it definitely kind of it was very fresh. like it's almost like if this is what Tangi was like, people would love tangi, right and it's just obviously you got the gelato with the supporting like heavier elements, as I might say. but um yeah, I think I think what's cool is usually citrus i i I, I kind of look at it like a frailer scent like it's easy to overpower like not in some strains don't get me wrong but yeah the dominant ones right but, but something like apricot that's like mm-hmm. a soft peachy frothy kind of fuzzy note and it's kind of just like You would expect that to get bulldozed over. Like one of my favorite just terpenes or smells or ice creams is banana. And I can't tell you how frustrated I have trying to find something that pronounces banana in a genuine way. Because to me, it's just a super frail terpene. It's soft. It's mushy just like that. So it really needs to be uncontested. And it's something against like gelato. I mean, like that's a beast right there. That thing stands on its own. So it's like for the citrus to step a little bit above you know, that's, I think, really impressive. Especially in the smoke. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I agree with you. And even in the bag, you know, in the smell, it's very 50 50. So you immediately think, oh, this gelato is going to take over in the smoke. But it doesn't, you know, it remains kind of like at that 50-50. Whereas like a lot of those banana ones, like you mentioned, that's, that's a prime example of like, it, you can maybe in some strains get a little of that banana fragrance, but you're losing all of it as soon as you light that thing up, like nothing's coming through.
0: It's so disappointing. So uh,
1: my question, it has been a minute since you, you smoked that last probably. Did you see any difference or experience any difference between the other grow method, which was a, a, a cocoa, a perlite, hydroponic next to the
0: deep water culture, which we smoked tonight? I, at risk of sounding dumb, I would say that the ones I've had in the past uh, are probably more on the gelato side. You're smoking gelato with a light touch of the citrus. And this was much more of a shared stage. That's how I feel about it. So maybe within the spectrum of just that phenotype, you know, pin drop. Yeah, or, think, or the epigenetics that we're talking about. Sure, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Like, that's my thing is, like, I really try to learn everything I can about cannabis. But growing is my weakness. So that's why it's great to have you here, too. Because I love to talk to growers. I love to learn. But it's just, personally, I have to admit that I've never grown weed before. But I know a lot of people that do it really well. So I've so been in a lot of grows. And have that's what I'm saying. Time? Is So it's just, like, I'm not really worried about it. Uh, allegedly. But I, I, I'm i very aware allegedly. No, it's legal here. We're good. I'm not like, yeah, in Miami, we were chopping up bricks on the coast. Allegedly. <laughs> I guess I
1: won't get into those stories then.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you can't allegedly. <laughs> but if anyone you know listens to is going to listen to this out of our potentially vast audience of five or six listeners. So, so another thing,
1: epigenetically... Uh, you know, that I thought was pretty interesting about the deep water culture. So uh, I, I'm, I'm holding up this bud now for uh, Mr. Bonglegs over there to take a look at. See how it kind of exploded, <laughs> exploded out and started to really foxtail? Yeah. This is something that you see quite often in it's that deep water culture environment for strains all, that man. want to do that. Certain strains just don't do it, and other strains just genetically there's something in there that it just triggers and then it starts to the buds almost start to explode at the top and they they create their own little like mini colas within the actual uh, bud itself. And you know, a lot of growers have a lot of different reasons you, you ask 10 growers why this happens you get 10 different responses um i definitely can tell you after, as somebody who's grown hundreds of different strains probably thousands of different strains at this point that it is a, is very strain dependent not every strain is going to do it and strains that do do it don't do it every time uh but there are some things that we've noticed that make it happen and one interesting thing is deep water culture just has a tendency to bring that out more it, it sounds it like also... such
0: a sick band
1: dude
0: like if i was a merman Deepwater Culture. <laughs>
1: that would be,
0: yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just <laughs> like, rolling this giant. Like I'm listening to what Colt. you're saying, but I just heard that. I'm like, fuck, that's a sick band. I would listen. Dude, a shirt that says Deepwater Culture would be lit.
1: That, that would that'd be a good Blue Oyster Cult uh, cover band. Oh, hell yeah. I would imply that the Blue Oyster
0: Cult was good enough to just have cover bands. <laughs> what do they, they have past Don't Fear the Reaver, man? <laughs> <laughs> you
1: I can want... make your whole... It's just about that. You go, you play three, two or three songs, you throw an original in there, and then you play Don't... Don't uh, uh, don't fear the reaper and then boom drop pretty, my you a,
0: that's pretty good there's a it's a good movie about that it's like it's like totally an 80s movie but it's centric to the blue oyster cult and they're like trying to get these chicks there it's pretty good though nice i've seen some pretty good uh, cover bands in my life oh cover bands rock. yeah especially some of those like touring cover bands they go out there and they, Do you uh, have like mm-hmm. one that comes to mind? Is there something you want to put on? Do you yeah, want to do you, you want know, to plug something? I'm, I'm, man? Too, I remember their clever uh, ripoff name. It must right have been now. great. <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny. The names are the best part—the punishing yeah. puns. Well, so, cool. uh,
1: so you're almost done rolling up the the other flavor over there.
0: Yeah, you, you, I'm trying my best to do it quick, but I also want to do it well.
1: Now I'm interested to hear what you uh, what you compare this uh, dry pole to because I think this one once you once you grind it up and you really open it up the terps become a lot more present this is the unnamed and it's one. not it's definitely not as dynamic by any means as the other one but it, if if you like gas and you like that kind of you know rubbery gorilla gluey and it definitely combined with something else in the Kush family that and it was in that garden I think you're gonna enjoy
0: it. I like it, and there's a little
1: bit more liminess in there, like a little bit yeah. more citrusy lime.
0: I'm a big but lime it's a, guy. It's the
1: light lime. It's the light lime that that you, had, you were just talking about. It's, it's not gonna, it's not gonna stay,
0: I think, as much as the. I'd like to of. use a light lime, please. Who wants to be a millionaire? All right, man. I'm in the atmosphere right now. You guys don't remember Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Oh, dude, I fucked up. Oh, that's okay. I just burned the paper off. I think you're still okay. That's just my habit. Because I pack it in and then I singe off all the paper. It's like my little circus trick. So what do you think?
1: He looks like he's in deliberation.
0: No, here's the thing, right? I like it more. My problem is, do I like it more because it's something I don't know? Or is it something that I like because it's actually better? Oh, the so I'm question. trying to remove myself philosophically from objectivity. So that's why you saw me pondering. <laughs> like, I'm high, but I'm also very high. Gears, <laughs> gears are turning. <laughs> Here, you try it. I like it. Here If anything, it's also hard to dismiss that Like it tastes so similar to a more pronounced apricot. And I'm just like, dude, mm-hmm. is that because we just smoked a freaking baseball bat of apricot? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, so, no, no, no.
1: It's, it's not. It, the... Uh, that that's light like really situation comes think, through. DJ
0: Trade. DJ. What do you think? Oh, he's I barreling down on I it. I can't wait to change his dna name all the time. It's gonna be amazing. We're gonna and every time I change it, I want to add the DJ Trade. <laughs> Whenever I change it, what do you think? Spicy. It's spicy. It definitely is. Like spicy. it's good it. or it's actually spicy. because like, we talk, we use spicy as a pretty loose adjective. Yeah, no, I mean, I feel like it's gas, but it's got like some peaks of flair to it you know at least that also again might be just the heat of the last joint we just smoked i don't know um what do you so. know i'm mean, i think we kind of <laughs> great can i light this you want to light it where you at go for it all go right for it. i take great pride in my joint lighting i've made a pact with several pagan deities to light joints i watched it yeah, he, he was a, he paid to watch <laughs>
1: Now for and now a, folks, you can find a, that are, one for low, really low price at 999.
0: You <laughs> want to talk? About, you want to talk about something weird? This is like a whole episode worth of stuff, but I'm saying this is what I missed, right? And that's kind of where you learn to roll the joint and have, learn all these little tricks is the ritual and the culture. And I think that's what this show is about too, is like preserving the culture in at least small ways because that's something with access to cannabis singing so great. That's, that's amazing. And it's so nice to have people have access to medicine, but also at the same time, Cannabis used to be this freaking jungle fruit, man. You had to shake hands with people you would never know or never meet. You had to put yourself in some risky situations. Like you're just you had to yeah, Indiana sure. Jones it in McDonald's parking lots. You'd wait somewhere 2 hours for need some guy you're like, "Hey, you Dante?" fuck you i don't know and i'm like okay not dante you know so it's like you know
1: you know what you're gonna get you had no choice in the matter it was whatever was on hand at that moment you know where it came from
0: i'm not trying to bar people from it but it's just like I, i i i feel sad that you know people don't experience that anymore because you know and i feel like that's what shaped this so much and made it so precious and beautiful you know it's just becoming more industrial, so I'm just an old man complaining, but... For sure, because two
1: hours later, when Dante did show up, your appreciation for it was much, much higher.
0: And then he would hang out, you guys would talk, you wouldn't be frickin' on Instagram DMing, you know, there was a relationship there.
1: For sure, I mean, like you said, like, that's where you learn how to roll a joint, you don't learn how to roll a joint by going to a real retail shop and buying a pre-roll. You can
0: be an asshole to your bud tender, and they still have to sell you weed. You'd be an asshole to my uh, uh, alleged friend Dante... You know, he's just going to be like, get out of my house. (laughs) Like, like, that's way better. Like, I love that you you couldn't just be a dick and get weak because it's really just, it's this precious thing. And if you don't respect it or have reverence for the people that work hard to provide it, then what am I supposed to say to you?
1: Yeah, what most people don't understand is that reverence and respect is really what makes the black market hierarchy. And that's why, you know, like you said, (laughs) some people get that call answered, some people don't.
0: That's right. It's just crazy, you know. So I just wish there was some way to communicate that, but, you know. The times they are
1: changing. Times they are changing, that's for sure. So yeah.
0: but Once you know, again, the silver like lining
1: is you know you can now have the availability of the glazed apricot gelato or whatever this mystery kush is that we have in this that's bag. That's why I'm and, not
0: that mad, but you know,
1: yeah. yeah. It's still the culture is what's most important. But the me. culture, but the culture needs to be preserved in that process because there is a lot of you know venture capitalist, uh, money hungry individuals who are making a huge impact on the industry that have nothing to do with the culture. And, you know, the culture is what brought us here. The culture is what made it. And the culture is going to be what advances it. Those are some nice smoke rings, too, by the way. Thanks, that
0: For the folks out there. I'm hoping if I stick with it, I can be like Gandalf in Lord of the Rings and, like, blow, like, a reigning horse like <laughs> just, or, like, a ghost ship. Like, I'll get there. I don't know. <laughs> Man, you, 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 I'm finding out throughout this podcast, you have some really
1: high aspirations Dude, as, uh, you, as you, you get older. You know
0: my highest one? And I'm a big believer in manifestation. All purple blowing uh, smoke demons. Even sarcastically, I think manifestation is important. So I always tell people about my idea for a lava lamp wall. You know how like kingpins have like fish tanks as walls? I'm counting on glass to get itself together to really deal with heat better in the next 20 years so i can make an entire wall with a lava lamp you could put in different lights and like you can just get baked and just go still stare at the lamp and just like think about life it's just like a giant lava lamp like fucking 100, dig it. 100 dig gallon it. wall it's gonna cost so much money and my wife wow. is gonna leave me but well my friend uh this has been a
1: fun podcast and i really hope we can do it in front of that lava wall one day Dude, we'll uh... move the studio in there this uh, and and this joint, I would say. Hold on.
0: I also got that cool Nike sign from Christian. I need to put up. I, I think it, you know, I I like it,
1: I like it. I don't know if I'd grow it again, uh, but I enjoy it. it that like like uh, old DJ. Freight train over here said, "DJ, it's uh, hey, a little spicy. A train, it's, a, it's, a, it's a little spicy, you know. It uh, that's so crazy. The lemon doesn't come out as strong in the in the smoke as it did in the drywall.
0: To me, it's so smooth. To me, to me, it's like a mango. Weird. See, yeah, that's what we were saying. It's different. The spice for isn't different like for I'm getting a little bit of pepper on the back, but." It's not like, I just think it's very interesting. That's the first thing you guys are saying because I hear like, sweet, I'm tropical, man. It's like a curved tropical, like somewhere between like a mango and a plum, dude. That's where I'm at. Gotcha. I also got some cotton cottonmouth, so. I would call it, it plum. some spice happening with I would that. call this plum sucker. Plum sucker. Plum sucker.
1: <laughs> like dumb sucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got the marker over there right on the bag. Mm. It's good to go. That's what we will now call it moving forward.
0: All right, cool. And we can
1: name this podcast uh, Plum Sucker. I thought it was Cruising Altitude. <laughs> no, I mean this episode. Do we really like that? Oh. <laughs> episode Plum Sucker.
0: Alright. <laughs> did you write down DJ Train? Or DJ Train? <laughs> for a train. Cool, man. Well, I like this joint. I mean, they're both good. Like at a certain point, unless I'm like really grading it, it's hard to say which is better. Right? Because then everyone's so different. So that's the other thing. Weed is more about like, find the terpenes that work for you, man. Like, you might like the idea of really liking blueberry strains, but if they make if that makes you anxious, like, there's so much weed out there, man. If you feel like weed makes you anxious, it's just because you've had the wrong kind, man. Exactly. Exactly
1: like we keep on we keep on preaching you know it comes down to the individual biology the individual person and you just gotta you know be willing to try different things and to go out there and, and explore and then eventually you know I think that that becomes the, the really enjoyable part about cannabis is that there are so many varieties of strains that once you get used to then that one then maybe you want to go out and find that other one and that other one and that other one well, it becomes this thing. magical
0: fun journey take shots in the dark and that's the fun part about the variety now too offered by the legalization <laughs> it's just like I picked that because the best recommendation I can give is don't pay attention to the Indica sativa Hybrid. Pay attention to the flavors and how the flavors make you feel. But also trust your brands. Find out brands that are good values and produce a product that you like. And just don't become fixated on names or numbers. Just trust the brands and the people that grow the cannabis. You know, because the flower will never lie to you. Look at the trichomes. If it smells good, if it tastes good, you're going to have a nice time. Yeah.
1: yeah, and like we said, epigenetics, right? So if that is growing one strain good, they're probably growing their other strains in a similar style sure. to make them represent in similar ways. So uh, like you said, you know, find find those things you like, find those brands you like, and then explore within that, and then go to, go to the next level. Then maybe start to explore some different products. But let, let, let me also say, don't start off with edibles. Everything that we were telling you today, <laughs> start off with smoking the flower. You
0: know what's funny? I was worried about not doing story time. But now I have it. You just reminded me. All
1: right. Well, inaugural story time. Okay, well, yep, up how we're it.
0: ending each time. Story time. <laughs> All right. So, story time, man. Speaking of edibles, I love my cousin to death. He is like my brother that I never had. So, we're pretty tight, man. And so, we always try to have a good time. And he doesn't really smoke or nothing. He's a good guy. You know, he does his own thing. He's not a bad kid that's corrupted by the devil's grass. So anyway, um, you know, he says, you know, he's one of those guys that just, like, kind of likes edibles, whatever, um, in his dabbling. And so we're in Arizona, and I'm not trying to allegedly, allegedly, all of this. Um, and we you know it's medical out there so i don't have a card so i have i had my shadow puppets allegedly do my bidding but anyway we went it was his birthday which timed well i didn't even plan it so we were able to be like all right man, let's go get them some edibles surprise them it's like they don't know what they're doing out there because they don't have the access to cannabis education like we do out here and uh that's why it's important to have stuff like this but anyway long story short uh we got him the stuff, and they just picked some random things. He got him some gummies and a brownie, and so anyway, we take it. He eats them. He, I'm waiting for him to eat it so I could advise over it. But I was trying to give him his time, not like eat it, eat it, eat it. You know, like like he's a freaking circus experiment, right, right, right. Uh, and what the, dude, I'm I mix up on what is a circus experiment? Like that sounds crazy, and I don't want it. Oh, dude, that's in the freak show tent. It's like saying what is this rocket surgery? Uh, <laughs> But anyway, so I watched him. And I'm like, dude, have you eaten that yet? And he's like, oh, yeah. I'm seeing him chomping him down. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? How much do you eat? And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. We broke it up. And I was like, yeah, but it was like 250 milligrams. And they only broke oh, it into no. thirds. And I'm like sitting over here. And like, here's the that's thing. That's bad math. I instantly realized what he'd done. And being the curmudgeon that I am, I didn't want to stop it. So I made sure just to smile and laugh before I gave them any helpful information to realize what they'd done. I oh, definitely wanted smart. to buy the ticket, take the ride. I was going to enjoy this.
1: Yeah, don't tell them that they're going to see a horror movie. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, you, you, don't, you don't want to uh, put any sort of negative preconception into it.
0: Like 100 mil or whatever, it's fine. But for someone that doesn't really do stuff and that might oh, yeah. really no, get a absolutely. response, it's like... That could be overpowering. That could like, be quite. Overpowering. I just know some people. It's like a freight train, like a DJ train. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug by DJ Freight Train over here. You can't plug yourself on my on our show. Uh, New mix date, <laughs> yo, make sure soon. to check me out. <laughs> 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 yeah. So many SoundCloud pages, like, <laughs> <laughs> aka I mean, have the longest list of AKAs, but anyway. So, what happened was, even I'm like, I'm pointed out their flaw in their math. I'm like, okay, but because I know people that get pretty buzzed off like 10 milligrams, man. Oh, absolutely, so like, especially if
1: you don't, if you don't do it, you have those fresh receptors. I call those people, I envy them, yeah, yeah.
0: Like, I really envy those people. I would save so much money, some bucks, yep. Oh, for, for sure, for sure. Water. I mean,
1: I, I typically take between uh two to 400 milligrams but i when i first took edibles 10 20 25 milligrams would be a lot and that could be hugely overpowering at 100 milligrams for somebody who
0: anyway and you don't, so you don't want yeah exactly allegedly he was the most high i've ever seen him so the thing is we were just playing cards hanging out We had a couple friends over and uh i look at him and i sit next to him and i know him very well and i look at him Like He's been acting kind of weird. And I look at his eyes. And they were the reddest eyes I've probably seen in years. Just (laughs) plastered. like I don't know. Like peeled grapes. (laughs) Like (laughs) I was looking at. Like almost purple. Bleeding eyes. And I look at him and I look at everyone else. I'm like, you're high as shit, aren't you? And he goes, (laughs) allegedly. Uh, So, you know, it was just really fun. I was really glad that he had a nice, pleasant time. It didn't overdo it. But it was just like guys if you're doing that to someone because i've been around the block enough to not do that to people you know so you got to be when you're helping your friends get into cannabis for the first time don't get them high for your amusement warm them up you know like it's not fair because you risk spooking them off of something that could change their life positively forever
1: yeah, absolutely. Especially something like edibles where it takes so long to take, and take psycho- in. And it's more psychoactive. It. You want to take, exactly, exactly. It, it physically fo- it, uh, metabolizes into a different molecule that's much more uh, psychoactive That'd as well. That would be a great so conversation.
0: Edible consciousness it would be a good episode. Yeah,
1: and we talk about how, how to titrate and and how to do it properly and not where? get to that overwhelming experience that could be that negative perception of it because it's hard to then reverse that. And then a lot of people think because edibles is the most easiest the most usable format that that's where they should start. But no, it's the opposite. That should be the last step on your journey. And you should really start with something like a vaporization cartridge or smoking the flower and then work your way up to something that's a more profound experience like eating it.
0: Damn, damn, we just keep dropping knowledge. I don't want this to stop, but I think we have to turn on the seatbelt signs because we're beginning our descent. Oh, I see that. We you know are man, getting We bring smokes. it back. It's cruising altitude. We're leaving it. Put We're up going those tray tables. It's a short flight, man. We're going to like freaking Seats South, to South Carolina to like Pennsylvania. It's a skip. But anyway, you know, I think this was super fun. And I hope some people heard some stuff, reaffirm some stuff, learn some stuff. Damn that rhymed. I'm a pimp. we have a freestyling segment here damn i'm on fire but anyway (laughs) uh you know thanks so much for everyone taking the time to do this i think this will be really fun i can't wait to see what kind of guests we have and uh you know everyone uh enjoy your new destination (laughs) Hell yeah we'll speak to you soon all right